friends to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Alright, welcome to the Ride Squad Cast, episode 26. My name is Ed Rodriguez, and I'm joined by my co-host, Zero Cool. How's it going, buddy? Oh, very well, buddy. Very, very well. How you doing? Good, man. How you doing? Um, uh, Yeah, I'm good. I'm really good. We're getting close to the end of the move. Wow. We're in full swing, so exhausted. Most of our days are hours and hours of packing and cleaning and rearranging and throwing shit out, so... Um, very cathartic, always very cathartic every time I move and getting rid of, uh, I find myself getting rid of, you know, 50, 60, 75% of my belongings every time I move from one place to another. So, um, in the same, you know, in the same pattern, throwing a whole bunch of shit out. So you're just going to be, uh, eventually you're just going to be left with like a stick and a bindle and and a Jersey and just hop, hop on a, on a train to, to the next town. Well, I've gotten rid of none of my jerseys, so it'll be a stick, a bindle and and another duffel bag full of 50 jerseys. (laughs) I refuse to downsize. No, you just bust out like what they do at the airport where those people just wear like 7,000 shirts <laughs> and they walk like a penguin. What do you mean those people? Yeah, those people. The cheapies. The plebes. That's the thing. You all know who we're talking about and that makes you racist. I wasn't, talk- I wasn't talking about race in general. I was just talking about people. Oh, okay. I was, I was talking about I was talking about cheap people. Is that not right? Is that wrong? <laughs> yeah, that's probably wrong. I just picked, I just picked a race. I was yeah. Like, you should go with the one that's like people won't be offended by, like, Latvians. Yeah, oh yeah, always go Eastern European because no one ever nobody, gives yeah, shit. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Nobody, you name it, Eastern European. First off, just pick a country with a a white person, and no one in America will get offended if you make fun of them. Nah. Then good. you pick like a small country that no one you might have met someone from Latvia, but you don't really know. Latvia, nobody has a problem with it. Yeah, it wouldn't doubt. Just make fun of someone from Latvia, and then you'll get a, you'll get a good reaction from people. Yeah, I feel like Dima Kovalenko would come out and be like, I used to date a girl from Latvia. It's like, oh, shit. I'm sorry. I'm Dima, sorry, Dima. Sorry. Please. Dima, let me, I'm so sorry. Do you have any house, don't hurt me. Do you have any housework that I need that you need done? I, I can do that for you. Uh, please don't hurt me. I can get something off of like a high shelf for you. You know, whatever it is you need me to do. Was that a short joke? Uh, he's, he's not. He's I'm, not tall. I'm offended by that, sir. Triggered. Oh, tri- a, I am triggered, a, sir. As a short American, you're so triggered. I am. I, I am. I have a. Uh, you know, I have a short temper. <laughs> hey, oh. oh, God. All right, man. Well, uh, let's get into the game. Oh, let, sorry. Not, let's before we get into the, the Dallas Sucks review. This yeah. I mean, you would think after 26 episodes, I would I'd get this right. Yeah. yeah well, look at this. We're, we're plowing through. <laughs> I just wanted uh, to give a big thanks to um, l- what? Long time Lars. I, I call him a long time one now. He's been he's been there for. You can call him your friend. I mean, you know oh, or my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sam from Lars, who helped out with uh, barbecuing uh, the hot dogs this weekend. Um, that's a, it's a job that's not really. Um, what am I say, trying to say? Like not really uh, prestigious. Pre- yeah, exactly. Where you're just grilling hot dogs for drunk people. Yeah, you're really selling this for the next time you need someone to do this job for you. Well, well, I think Sam said he's gonna do it for the rest of the year, so. I fucking love Sam. I ain't gotta sell shit. Sam is Sam is awesome. No, but I just want to give him a quick shout out and uh, thank you to all those who showed up to the tailgate. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I was on that. Uh, I was on that high life, sir. Living that living that high life. Oh, I watched. Uh, I watched your interview probably about fifteen times. Oh, the uh, one of oh, what yeah. is it? Foot Mexico or Foot yeah. Mexican or something like that. Yeah, yeah. 
um, the wave at the end. If you haven't seen it, we'll we'll retweet it from the Squadcast Twitter page. <laughs> the wave at the end is the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's and people like it got it got shared to me, and they said, "Oh, Ed's waving at you." So I figured you were like, "Hi, Chris." And so I kept waiting for that. And as it never came, I just see it gets, you know, I see the little ticker on the bottom with the time and it gets down to the last like two seconds. And then you just wave like a goofball. <laughs> I mean, if that's not quintessential Ed, I mean, I don't know what, I don't know what it is. I looked over at Erica and I said, he looks like he's going to star in a 2017 remake of Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> like you looked, <laughs> looked so awkward and out of place. It was, it was great. I mean, that's kind of my thing, right? Awkward and out of place. That's your shtick. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I just want to give Sam a shout out. Thank you, Sam, for helping out. Uh, thank you guys for showing up. Um, like I said, it looks good on television. Yeah, man, it was the the, the 138, 137 was packed, dude. Yeah, it looked like a party. It was packed. I miss it. I miss it. Well, you'll be out there in a couple weeks, so you'll be all right. Yeah, I can't believe it. Like, I th- I thought about it watching the game, and it's like oh, I'm so close. <laughs> like a stadium, I I honestly thought I I would only very sporadically see for the rest of my life. And now I'm like, I'm, what, two weeks back from being there regularly? Right. It's great. I can't wait. All right. Well, speaking of uh, our low expectations of ourselves. Lowered expectations. Let's let's get into the, the Dallas review. Uh, um, yeah. Not as bad on my second watch of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you I've know, watched it twice as well. Uh, being at the stadium, initial reactions, um, you kind of feel like, oh, the the pace of the first half was a little slow. Uh, team looked off. Uh, on second review, I kind of felt that it was a lot better than I initially thought. What did you think? Um, I am, it's going to be weird, three weeks in a row. I'm positive after watching that, after watching the game, even a second time. And on the obviously on the second viewing, you know, you're looking for, for uh, the individual moments. You're nitpicking a little more. Then when you get caught up in the game and you're you're just for the love of God score a fucking goal like when you're just trying to push the team on right even emotionally uh, upon well, I mean, watching it I mean thirty ahead. seconds into the game you get a, a shot from uh, Romain Alessandrini oh, already yeah yeah and I'm I, you know I'm a little down on some individual um, individual displays individual games but overall. We didn't lose by half as much as I thought we would. The penalty was bullshit. Like, let's call that. <laughs> oh, we yeah. should have lost. We should have lost the game two nothing. But even two nothing is okay. I had us losing three or four nothing. Um, overall, I I liked uh, obviously Yellow's play. I think Alessandrini showed some glimpses of hopefully what he can do. Um, I, I wasn't blown out of the water by him by any stretch. Yeah, uh, I no I, I no longer have my man boner for uh, Alessandrini. I wasn't blown out of the water by anybody. I mean, Legette yeah, was really. okay. Jones was okay. I, I thought it was a subpar performance from Jao Pedro, but I, th- again, there was promise. There was a lot of promise that I saw. Um, McBean wasn't phenomenal, but I think anyone expecting him to be phenomenal is probably missing the point a little bit. Um, at least even from what the front office is expecting from him. I thought he did his job well enough. Yeah. That's my argument is like, well, he did his job. Yeah. He did what I expected of him. Yeah, exactly. You know, he held up the ball. He took some hits. Uh, he he still has to. He has one of the same problems he used to have, which is he makes really quick passes, kind of without thinking about where the ball's going. So he'll see a guy who looks like he's open, and you can, especially watching it on television, it gives you a different perspective. But you'll see a guy that's open, and he'll pass the ball to him, and it's like, oh well, over his right shoulder and over his left shoulder, 
two feet back, there was a defender on either side. And so then that guy's going to lose the ball. You can see how he made that pass. It's just not smart, you know, and, and I'm not really expecting him to be that guy just yet. Right. Uh, but overall, I was I was more hopeful at the end of the game than I was at the beginning. Oh, no, most definitely. I, I think uh, you're going to get that dichotomy of the game where you're going to have the or you're going to have one set of fans who are saying uh, the team is absolutely awful. Like, what are we doing? And then you have the other half. We're like, no, it's just one game. We look fine. Da, 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 da. And we were fine. Yeah, we were fine. We were we were we were fine. I mean, I, I, I have a poll on my Twitter right now that's running for another 19 hours, give or take at least from when we were, when we are recording this, uh, it has 155 votes, which is insane. But I asked, uh, uh, after Saturday's game, are you more optimistic about our season, less optimistic about our season or about the same? I'm thrilled to report. Most galaxy fans are smart enough to understand it's only one game. And what, uh, the same is winning with 41%. Yeah. As it should, as, as it sh- it's one game. I, I personally feel more optimistic only because I'm historically down on this team and specifically this year. Um, but the idea that most people who at least took, you know, saw that that survey and took that survey understand we're one game in and we're one game in against arguably the best team in the league this year. Are the best team for the last two years. Definitely the best team in the West. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like after after watching it a second time and watching the highlights a few times. There's reasons to be to be enthusiastic. There's reasons to be uh, happy. Yeah, I mean, you have it where the Galaxy actually held the majority of possession. Uh, honestly, we're probably more dangerous than Dallas, you would say. Uh, we just can't shoot. Or we, we have no ability in the final third. Yeah, and we have um, Daniel Starris, man. I mean, <laughs> it's exhausting. We need He's, we need we need a a Tucker hates Daniel Sturridge uh like a sound drop. I want to I want to like him. I need to like him. I need him to be good. I really 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 need him to be good. Um but my god, I mean it's it's every week. It's every week, it's every game and it doesn't seem to really matter who the opponent is anymore. Um whether it's, you know, a, a USL team or whether it's a uh, our what is it Armenian Premier League team or whether it's the best team in in Major League Soccer, it's just it's just he's I mean he's not he's not good enough he never I mean it's early it's early it's early I got to remind myself that it's early but it was late last year <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> and it was yeah. the same thing so I I it was is he gets yellow in trouble now and it's um, you know one of the things I noticed because I was really interested to see whether. Dallas tried to focus their attack on Dave Romney's side or whether they would focus it on Garcia's side. Both of them, you know, you would be um, you'd be safe considering them defensive liabilities. Not saying that I dislike either one of their games or not even saying that I thought either one of them had a bad game against Dallas. But you can understand Dallas going into that game thinking either Garcia or Romney is a defensive liability, right? Of course. I mean, and you're not going to go down the the middle where you have Jones, Van Damme. And Joe Pedro, you know, who's seen. supposed to be good. Yeah. Yeah. So I expected that I personally, I expected them to go down Romney's side um, just because he's gotten so few, you know, so fewer minutes and he's expected to carry this, you know, this spread out load or, or along the back. And they went after Garcia and they didn't go after Garcia because Garcia is bad or they didn't go after Garcia because they, they don't trust, you know, Legette to cover him. They went after Garcia because if you if you go at Romney's side, even if you get past Dave Romney, 
Who are you running into? Jelle Van Damme. JVD. No Every team in this league is by this point is going to be smart enough to know if you go at Romney, if you go at Cole, it's part of the reason Cole looks so good because Yella is covering him. But if you go at Garcia now and you get past Garcia, all you got to do is beat Dave Romney. He's never in the right. Or, uh, what's his name? Daniel Starris. He's never in the right position anyway. Like it, it's it's easy. And they're they're attacking Garcia because you have a you have a center defensive midfielder playing right back and you have a questionable center back in the middle after him. Steris is the liability, at least right now, at least right, right now. Um, there were so, I mean, watching, I tried watching him specifically and there were so many, again, I'm still positive, still hopeful and positive, but watching Steris specifically, there were so many moments where he was either in the wrong position. He, uh, he fouled uh, a forward for Dallas and got away with it because he was out of position and is too slow to get back. Uh, he was regularly pulling players' jerseys back and getting away with it, pulling their arms back and getting away with it. Um, the goal uh, was the guy's name, uh, Barrios, who it was, he was Yella's man. But if you watch it, Yella is slow to get to him because he's covering the other striker that Steris messed up on. So Steris is out of position. Yella is trying to play in the middle between the two, and it keeps him from cutting his man, cutting off uh, the the actual uh, striker with the ball. I don't know if there is a fix or what the fix can be, we don't have a player to, to drop him. And I think that's part of the problem. Now, He's not getting pushed. Now, to be fair, uh, Daniel Sturz did get back. And I feel that Jay uh, Van Dam did give uh, a Rudy a little too much time on that ball. I, I agree. I agree that he gives him too much time, but if, if you watch it again, watch it while, I mean, I was going to say, watch it while looking for Daniel. No, Sturz. no, I, I, I completely <laughs> agree. I think, I think uh, yellow is left out to dry. He's trying yeah. to he's trying to cover two defenders at the same time. Uh Steris, I I this I I do believe Steris gets back in time for JVD to make a play. And but but Yella drops back a little too much, gives Rudy a little too much uh time. And unfortunately the shot goes directly in the five it go, hole. It goes to the one place. Yeah. Yeah. Beneath his legs, and that's I mean, I think it was uh I think it was Romney after the match, and that's like the worst possible scenario where it's a shot between the legs and mm-hmm. the goalkeeper has no chance of seeing that shot co- coming. See, yeah. yeah, no, definitely. And, and, and it's great. It's fine. Uh, and I, I wish, you know, I, having seen it a couple times, I wish yellow would step to the guy a little faster, but I understand the position he's in and I understand why he's in the position he's in. Um, and that, uh, you know, for me, that comes back to, to Daniel. Um, obviously I've got a, a man crush on yellow and, and I see no fault, but, he is, what two or three feet off of his off of the striker, and I think he, especially in the game he was having where he was pressing people hard as hell. I think he has to stay so far back because he's guarding the two players. But can can I can I talk about what led up to that goal in the beginning? Um, I feel that you had it was like a ball over the top from Steris, I believe, mm-hmm. um, to uh, Jermaine Jones, who gets a slight bump from behind but tries to sell it. Oh man. He tries to sell it. Um, obviously, the ref's not going to give it to him. No. Uh, well, the, the ref wasn't giving us anything. Yeah. Well, anyways, the ball's lost. It's played forward. Uh, like we said, Stairs is too slow. JVD has to def- defend two players. So, if anything, I think that that starts with uh, Stairs with a a pass that's that's going to be very very difficult to mm-hmm. bring down in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then you have Jermaine Jones, who goes down really really soft. Yeah. Where he. 
He doesn't need to. He doesn't need to sell that. But you can pick. You can pick which Daniel Starris fuck up is is <laughs> is causing problems. Well, here's I mean, the, here's, a, here's my one problem I had from the game. Um, it just seemed like we were trying to play the ball way too many times over the top. Like right. We, we had. I mean, you you were, you would think from the the, the preseason games you saw where uh, it was quick passing, keep the possession, and a lot of the times out of the back they were just pinging it over the top. I guess maybe. Were they trying to avoid the midfield? Maybe they, they didn't trust uh, our guys to, to get it forward. I mean, I, I think know. it was. I think it was a. Uh, I think it's a coupling of things. One, it, it. I noticed the long balls as well, um, which is an awesome isolated statement. But I noticed the amount of long balls that we were playing, um, where we were passing over the midfield altogether. And the last time I really recall us doing that was the first six months of Jarrett's tenure, because useless. Um, we just, there was no real need or point. So we would play the ball, the ball up part the other part of the reason is Jao Pedro either usually seemed to be really far out to the right or kind of tucked in a little too far South. Uh, Jermaine Jones was running a lot, a lot. Uh, but I think you, you play those long balls because they, the team doesn't really seem to know each other at all. Like I, I mean, I saw Yella yelling at a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Um, uh, particularly Jao Pedro uh, more than a few times. It seems like they're not on the same page yet. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seemed like that they're not really all together yet. And what's worrisome uh, at a, looking at the bigger picture is that we've had weeks to plan for this specific game. It's not like Portland where, you know, presumably in the preseason, we, we've, we've done mostly Dallas and we get to sprinkle in some of Portland, get prepared, or we can do, you know, some, some prep work for Portland over the next couple of days, get ready for that. And we've got a week to get ready for that. We've had weeks to get ready for Dallas. We've had weeks to get on the same page for Dallas. And the fact that we still see players running out of position, not really knowing where to go and having Yella yelling at players saying, no, I need you to get your ass over here. Yeah. After weeks of prep work and for then, this specific team. And you have, you have um, Gio doing his like best key impersonation where uh, he's constantly coming back to receive the ball. Yeah. In our own end, and I I, I, that, that just seems like it's it's these guys aren't trusting each other. Mm-hmm. There's there's still I mean obviously this the chemistry is still not there, and again it's the first game so that's that's gonna build hopefully, but I mean, it's it's a little dis, this uh it's a little alarming when you have uh, both of our center midfielders who are prone to bad tackles mm-hmm. and late tackles. As you saw in the first half, both guys uh, get early yellow cards, which, I mean, puts us in a really bad position. 41st minute, I think? 42nd well, minute? Uh, uh, John Pedro's? Yeah, Jermaine Jones, which, I mean, honestly, it, it could have been a red card. A tackle mm. from behind, late. It should have been. Uh, and, you know, it's MLS, so you know those refs, you know, could have given yeah. them a red card for that. Oh, yeah. Well, it's MLS, and you play on the Galaxy, and you are a named player who is known for some dirty tackles. Yeah. In MLS, that spells bullshit records. Yeah, it's 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 a little it's a little alarming, and it's gonna it's gonna it's it's gonna be difficult. It's a it's a trend that has to get broken. Yeah, those two have to figure out a way to stay out of yellow card trouble. Mostly, everyone does. Everyone really does, but those two in particular, because they're going to be watching them, um, especially Jones. They're going to be watching him. And we don't, we physically do not have the bodies to replace you if you go down. 
not that that will be able to carry your 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 weight uh, to any approachable level. We we have Jermaine Jones has to be starting these games. Jao Pedro has to be starting these games. Our first, we will live and die absolutely by our first team, period. So I I I really hope we can figure out a way to not what was it? Yeah, forty second minute for for Jao Pedro. By the forty second minute, our defensive midfielder and Jermaine Jones, who is our creative midfielder who still played a ridiculous amount of defense. Both of them were on yellow cards. It's unacce- It has to be unacceptable. Like, I have to imagine Kirk grabs them and goes, no. No. If it looks like he's going to get away, let him get away. Yeah. We well, can't have why, you getting yellow cards why this put, quick. Why put the team in, in danger? Yeah. It, it can't happen. So. Did, did you watch? Okay. Did you watch the game on the uh, the Univ- Univision? Watch Univision. Uh, did you watch it on the Spanish or the uh, the English version? I, I've seen it in both. So when I watched it live, it was in Spanish. The the rewatch I watched in English. Okay, tell me if that one of those uh, one of those announcers didn't sound like Aziz Ansari when he Absolutely yelled. Absolutely did. Absolutely did. It was like, oh my god, it's yeah. a goal, <laughs> right? Oh, well, it, that was the guy who yelled goal who could only hold him for about six seconds. Yeah. And then had to give up. But when he got excited, he sounded like Aziz Ansari. He did. Oh my god! I got up. Like I was like, whoa! This like uncanny. You like that? And it was. It was. You like that impression, by the either, way? Oh, this is spot. I mean, it's it. It's as if I'm doing a podcast with Aziz Ansari. Yeah, right. Like my, I've. I feel like I've stepped my game up dramatically. Oh, I'm a foodie. I, uh, I like food. Uh, I like nerdy things. Uh, Have you listened to the new Childish Gambino album? I like Jay Z. <laughs> It's, it's like 90% of his comedy routine yelling. <laughs> I like him. Actually, I, I really like him. Right. Yeah, he's, he's funny. I mean, he yeah. doesn't give a shit. What we think, you but... ever watched his uh, his Netflix show? I've, oh, Masters, Master of None? Oh, so good. Yeah, absolutely. All right, anyway, uh, sorry. But on Univision, because I, I had two notes uh, that were regarding Univision. Uh, one was they said Jack McBean was brought back to fill the Robbie Keane role, which That's leads wrong. me to believe they don't follow the galaxy at all. No, nah, well, I mean... <laughs> they're, they're like, oh shit, we need some uh, some notes for halftime. Who are the people who play on Geo's team? Um, yeah, at best, McBean is here, as anyone listening to this should know by now, to fill the, let's all say it together, Alan Gordon role. Yeah. Um, at best, uh, Giossi, it needs to, well, look, if anything, Geo is here to fill the Robbie Keane role. Um, and, he, and it looked like he did. Like, his, like he, I said, he, <laughs> he, dropped, he dropped off so much. Like, oh, I just. Well, he, I mean, he filled the twenty seventeen, the twenty sixteen Robbie Keane role for me. Like a lot of, a lot of bullshit and a lot of complaining and a lot of like, oh, I didn't get oh, that man. foul. Come and, on, guys. And his, his passes were awful. Oh, he so he and Allison Drini were good. He and Allison Drini could play, but it was like an isolation of those two. As long as they were passing to each other, they were good. Allison Drini would move into Geo spot. Geo would drop back into 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 the left side for Allison Drini spot. When Allison Drini and Legette switched, and Legette moved over to the left. Gio would drop out to the right. Allison Drini would tuck into the middle and then they would reverse back. But if he passed to seemingly fucking anybody else, the ball was lost. Right. Like, like the uh, once if those two get on, get connected with everyone else, we could be good. We could be fine. But they seem to be one and one. And, and you know, what? that might just be that they're they are the two most talented players on the team. But this isn't an individual sport. If you can't make everyone else great around you, we're in trouble. Oh, and this man. is the year where Gio, at least for now, because there's some rumors going around, but at least for now, this is the year that Gio is the man. Yeah. Dude, Alessandrini's uh, control 
is so fucking good. It's, it's, His first touch is like, if I can borrow a Ray Hudson uh, uh, okay. impersonation, it's orgasmic. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> oh, someone. This is this is gonna be the uh, the impersonation uh, podcast. Impersonation show. I like yeah. it. Um, no, it was it was it was really really good. He had he's. It's gonna take him a while to get used to the way MLS kind of officiates. You mean where he stops uh, flopping? You don't. I mean. Uh, being being soft, you, you know. Look, what are you gonna do? Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean it's it's. I think it's, that's I think that's the one main complaint I think that everyone has about uh, Allison Junior right now. A little soft. It's just yeah. He's a little soft. Yeah. He's a little and he's soft on a team with McBean, Jermaine Jones, and Yellow Van Dom. <laughs> yeah. So you're soft on a team with guys who are like extremely not soft, and so it's noticeable. But he's got time again. Game one and game one against and. It's our hardest opponent this year. MLS, Hopefully. it's it's you know they they you always hear where it takes time for these guys sometimes to adapt. Yeah, it's hard to get acclimated. And yeah. although I was I had a, a a nice Twitter conversation with uh, someone who works for ESPN, uh, covering the French league. I didn't know that was a thing. Like, oh I yeah, I saw this. Ex- I saw this exchange on on Twitter. And he was saying Alessandrini has basically been out of form since 2013. Um, his lack of and, you know, obviously we're not lobbying these accusations at him. I'm just reporting to you what, what this fine gentleman said. But Alison Drini's been out of form since he got injured in 2013. His attitude and his his character or lack thereof in those cases, um, or in this case, uh, became something of a, of a running joke uh, for the Marseille fans. Uh, he was all but kind of ran out of Marseille. So perhaps, I mean, I think his attitude was perhaps you guys shouldn't look at it as such a coup that you were able to to lure Alessandrini over here. I don't give a shit about any of his life in Marseille. If I'm like, can, did anyone think that was the case? Yeah, if he can if he can ball for us, like that's fine. It doesn't matter. Like get your shit, get your house in order, and and we'll move on. Um, but it was something that this guy, you know, he didn't necessarily reach out. Uh, one of our listeners uh, reached out to him and the tagged us in it. But it was something that he thought should be passed on so that people have a you know a fair expectation of Alessandrini. As a player, as a person, I guess. Right. Oh, one more thing on Univision. Um, there is strange because I assume Univision they're going for, you know, I, I imagine they're very pro geo, but the at least for the English language, because I don't understand the Spanish one, the level of homerdom pro galaxy that they were. Look, I like a nice neutral commentary team, but it was nice to hear. Well, I mean, look. They were very pro us. Of of all MLS teams who've had, uh, you know, Mexican Americans or Mexican players, I mean, it's arguably the Galaxy has had two of the most famous Mexican players of all time. Yeah. What about that that uh, what's his name Omar Bravo? Well, what's the guy's name? Some Bravo. Yeah, Is it Omar, Omar Bravo? Bravo. Yeah. The yeah. asshole who went to Kansas City. Yeah, that guy's shit. Okay, I thought they liked him. I, I think know. I think you know we had Jorge what about Marquez? What about Rafa Marquez? We've had we had Jorge Campos and we had Gio de Santos, arguably two of the most you know well known Mexican soccer players. You can you can tell someone yeah I mean God you you remember Jorge Campos' fucking goalie jerseys man? Always. But yeah. I I think in in a league where um, you have obviously LA is is a big market for Hispanics and and Mexican Americans and Mexicans. I think maybe you'll have a little more homerism than you would say, uh, you know, Columbus crew. 
That's fair. But I was just like playing Dallas. I would have assumed it would have gone a little more both ways. Um, but yeah, it was, it was full throated for the galaxy, like all the way. They, I mean, there was one point where they even say, um, you know, if, if the galaxy aren't careful, they wouldn't even say Dallas would score. They would say, if the galaxy aren't careful, they'll be the second ones to score in this game. I was like, holy shit, like, that's, that is going out of your way to not say Dallas is going to score first. Well, we were very fortunate to get that penalty call. Oh, it's a, it's an it's embellishment. It <laughs> wasn't mean, a dive. Good, good on Romney? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take it. Good on Romney. Uh, he sold it well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, definitely not a, not a penalty. And this was one of the things I heard. Someone was like, oh, was, you know, asshole on Twitter, but it was like, oh, it was a dive and he should be ashamed of himself and the galaxy should be embarrassed, blah, blah, blah. Look, it's MLS. It's all going to come out in the wash. We will get, we will give up. We might give up two BSPKs next week. That, that obviously weren't penalties. We're going to give up a free kick in three weeks. That's going to, that we're going to get scored on for like, that's just the way it goes. It, it all levels out. Calm down. I'm sure Dallas is going to get some penalties. I'm sure Dallas is not going to have an issue scoring goals like we were to get a penalty like that. But it was obvious embellishment, yeah. obvious embellishment. And and I really appreciate Dave Romney keeping us from getting embarrassed. Oh, speaking of Dave Romney, uh, apparently his dad is all about Lars now. Oh, I, I heard I heard about this. Like he wants to ha- he's like, uh, he, uh, you know, this is obviously secondhand information. Uh, but I was told that he wants to have his season tickets in Lars. That's great. That could be dangerous. Yeah, I'm worried because <laughs> it might. doesn't take it doesn't take long for us to turn on somebody. Oh well, I mean, I I, I honestly I think Dave Dave Rom- actually both I think Dave Romney and Garcia had a okay game. Yeah, for for what I expected, for what I expected, everyone had an okay game. Yeah, I mean these guys, I I was not expecting it, but they were bombing up the field. Yeah. Dave Romney though, Dave Romney's dad. We got to stay on topic. <laughs> Oh yeah, okay. uh, you know, I thought it was just really cool that Dave Romney's dad is like, "I'm all about Lars. I want, well, I want, I want tickets with you guys." I'm like, "That's cool." Whatever. Um. So yeah, the PK was very fortunate for us, and I think honestly, I think it was unfortunate that we actually didn't get that second goal to to tie it up. Well, Lasseter is um, not ready. Well, that and you have that Jermaine Jones header off the corner kick. That yeah. I mean, one inch to the right, and that's going in. I think we're going to be really good on set pieces. We have big guys, man. I think we're going to be really good on set pieces. We have big guys. Is you know, and I'm not is, as we're talking about a Dallas team that has like Walker Zimmerman and uh, Matt Hedges, who are both like six three and six four. Oh yeah, Zimmerman should have been sent off too, but we can talk about that in a, in a bit. But um, yeah, I think we're going to be really strong on set pieces. I think Yella definitely gets his goal this year. Um, it's hard. How do you, I mean, how do you guard Yella and McBean and Jermaine. Jones? And Jermaine. I didn't realize how, how big Jermaine Jones was, dude. Jermaine Jones is a big fucking dude. He's a big dude. He's a no, solid it guy. was funny. At one point, um, I saw, I think it was uh, when Boateng got subbed in, and he was like challenging uh, <laughs> Walker Zimmerman or Matt Hedges, one of them, to like uh, one of the balls. And I'm like, oh my God, he looks like a child. He's a, he's a man baby. Oh, yeah. I was it just the contrast was so funny to me. Yeah, Emma, Emma Boateng, the man baby. I like seeing him come in late, though, because he was yeah. running against some tired, tired legs, and it shows. And that's oh, so that's another thing I thought that was a positive. Uh, none of our guys really look tired. Ooh. Well, I mean, uh, outside of, like, Alessandrini. I, I would have said Jones, but yeah. No, dude, he was running to the very end, dude. Mm. He, I don't know. From what I saw, I thought he was hustling, dude. 
I don't. I, I. I don't think he's lazy. I just think near the end of the game, he was hustling his ass off. He. He doesn't no, seem that's to what, stop. That's what I mean. Like he was hustling as in like he kept running. Like he. Yeah, he going. keeps running. He. He was clearly out of energy. Um, probably by the last like twenty minutes, I want to say definitely the last fifteen. Well, twenty, but um, as the as as the game began to wear on, uh, even after the second half, uh, after the break, I should say, um, he looked like he was starting to kind of get gas, which is fair and to be expected. It's what's worrisome about the lack of depth on the team because you're assuming this guy is just going to go 90 minutes, 34 games a season. Um, and it's, it's already pretty clear that that's just not going to be the case. So I, I hope we get you know some right-back cover pretty soon so that Garcia can come in for him later. Oh, Lord forbid, Bajo Husidic, uh can come in for him. But, oh, that's how you know. That's who you know is going to come in, right? Yeah, it's going to be Bajo. Yeah. But, uh, or, the, or they move Legit in and they, they put in Mendiola or one of the Villarreal's. Right. Uh, I mean, but, I'm, dude, one thing I'm I'm very worried about too is just, and I, I think this will come time for for Lalisandrini, but both him and Legit, I mean, I feel like our right back and left back got more crosses in than they did. It wasn't a great game from Legit. It wasn't. It wasn't what I was hoping for coming off of like his national team call up and how he rounded out last year in the playoffs and how he even rounded out last year in the regular season. Wasn't a a, a phenomenal. It wasn't a highlight reel game from the kid. But he, I think he's being asked to do a lot more this year than he was last year. There's obviously a bit more weight on his shoulders with the national team call up. And, you know, Bruce has spoken very highly of him and, and seems to show um, some attention towards him. But, you know, we were we played him at right wing. We played him at left wing. And then somehow, well, somehow, center we mid. Him, somehow we played him at right back. <laughs> uh, you know, it's and even still, it wasn't. He didn't play a proper right back. He was still moving up more than anything else. Yeah, it just it seemed more. It seemed like more. We just had three guys in the back. I mean, come on. Yeah, it, it seemed like we were playing three men in the back, which is which is great. Which but is fine. We did officially. We I mean unofficially, I suppose, but we moved uh, Legette to right back. We're asking him. We're asking him to, we're asking him to well, be ready to play five different spots yeah. in in a game. Even he didn't know he was playing right back. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. If you seen the quote, was it from uh, from Yella? What do you say? Where, uh, I'm I'm gonna be just misremembering. Uh, someone, some some quote after the game where I think it was Yella that um, <laughs> that uh, Legette was asking where where should I go? Where where should I be? Uh, and then Yella was oh, actually pointing out to him like, oh, you should be over here. Yeah, go over here. Yeah. L- listen to Big Daddy. <laughs> listen to Yella. But you know, again, we're, you know, there were positives. There were definitely positives. Um, the Galaxy looked to be the most the more dominant team in the second half despite the two goals we're like we're like there were positives i'm gonna list negatives for the next 11 minutes no 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 at the end of those 11 minutes here are positives no 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 no. i think i think the the galaxy definitely dominated that second half Mm -hmm. like i said despite the two goals um the last 15 20 minutes i mean it it looked like we could have got the the equalizer with unfortunately with lassiter's whiffed header uh jones header off the corner um, you had that last shot that got deflected. Um, you had Romain Alessandrini and then Joe Pedro taking shots from outside the box, but unfortunately they can't seem to put it on target. Um, it and it just seemed like they were piling it on and kept it kept the pressure, which is something that's a, a positive, I would say. But just you, we just gotta have these guys finishing these chances. Yeah, I mean, they're, look, there there were which, strong which positives. Dallas did. You know, Dallas had the few chances and they finished yes. them off. And there were there were strong positives in each portion of the field um fc dallas had to move their their big uh 
was it Michel Barrios or something like that, had to move him off of Yellow Van Damme so that he was playing on the Stara side. Uh, because every time he went up against Yellow, like, obviously nothing fucking worked out. Um, Jones does show a propensity to run until his body is ready to give out, which is what we wanted from Gerard. Um, and I, I think maybe perhaps Gerard did run until his body gave out. That time was just a lot shorter than it was on Tremaine Jones. Yeah, right. Um, but, you know, for the midfield, I thought Jones did relatively well. Alessandrini for uh, a first competitive game uh, showed relatively well. The Jets still, sh- you know, shaking some cobwebs, presumably. I, I liked McBean's play overall. I, I don't think he was great, but he held up the play. He took he took hits. That's what we're expecting from him. Yeah. Uh, you know, Rowe didn't have a great night, but he was also put in some pretty compromising positions. Oh, man. So, yeah, you know, I, it's, his, it's his, hard to blame him. His decision making coming off the line is is worrisome a little bit. Yeah, uh, it's, you know, it's, 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 I, it just doesn't it doesn't strike confidence in me when he comes out to try to gra- grab a ball. No, I, I I I like Brian Rowe a lot. I do too. I, I, if someone told me they weren't confident in his goalkeeping, I wouldn't be able to call them crazy. Yeah, I can see where they're coming from. Um, I'm not going to, I can't jump on that boat, but I can see where you're coming from and calling Brian and saying Brian Rose kind of shaky. I'm definitely not advocating that Diop start over him because Diop nope. scares me even more. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's, but look again, and it's, it's, it's a, it's a horse that we're just beating into the ground. It's a dead horse that we're just keep on punching. It's a gamble of what we're doing this year. Oh yeah. It's a gamble. And it doesn't even, it doesn't appear to be this year. It seems to be the, the, the way we're operating from here forward. But at a minimum, or I'll say it's a gamble for this administration, because I'm assuming if it doesn't work, this administration is going to be gone. Um, we are relying almost exclusively on the first team. So if Roe can't go or if, if Roe has a string of bad games, you have to legitimately trust a L.A. Galaxy two keeper to be your number one. So it, yeah, it that's, does, not cra- that's not crazy that we're trusting every other Galaxy two player. Yeah, I mean, it, it, but it begs the question of how much is Brian Rowe legitimately being pushed by his number two? Right. How much is Daniel Starris legitimately being pushed by his backup? Because you can't legitimately play Romney instead of Starris because then if Cole or Rogers goes down again, you have no one to back them up. You know, because Romney is your starting center back and Starris can't play right back and left back. Um, there's only so much these guys are legitimately being pushed because the guy beneath them you know, if we're being honest, can't really take their job. Lasseter's not really going to bench Geo. That's not going to, no, it's not going to happen. No, it's, it's Geo could score four own goals in the next game and he's not going to get benched for, for Ariel Lasseter. There's a better likelihood Giovanni Dos Santos gets benched for Roy Lasseter than he gets benched for Ariel Lasseter. It's, it's <laughs> flat the fuck out, never going to happen. Yeah. So, so you have to ask from a fan perspective, just looking at the team and analyzing the decisions we make. How how much are these guys actually getting pushed by their number twos? I would wager that it's it's relatively little, um, if at all. If if we're being honest, I mean, I had someone on Twitter tell me they they struggled to buy season tickets, and I, I said why? Like, what what was the you know what was the holdup? And he said, well, I'm not buying season tickets for Galaxy 1.5, right. and I was like, that is genius. That's absolute genius because it, it's Galaxy Two and it's Galaxy One, and it is it is a What's the phrase we're using? Cost effective. It is a cost effective melding of the two. Well, if rumors are to believe, we're not cutting costs, and we'll we'll talk about that in a heartbeat. But it's a it's you're not it's not a it's not a first team LA Galaxy as any fan has come to know it. Right. And it we are certainly using Galaxy Two to fill holes. Um, 
to patch gaps. And it's you are basically paying for a mixture of the two. You're paying for Galaxy 1.5. And I, I love the Galaxy 1.5. I, I hope they're successful. But, you know, it's a gamble. All right. Final notes on uh, the game. I thought uh, JVD, by far, our best player by a fucking far margin. Uh, Geo, again, disappearing for long stretches. Not, not, a, not a good sign. Disappointing. Uh, McBean, again, had a quiet game, but did his job effectively. I Better think so. than Lasseter, yeah. Uh, Legit and Alessandrini, I thought were very ineffective. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jao Pedro not leaving me with confidence. Excuse me. Uh, Jermaine Jones, who's supposed to be our uh, midfielder, who's you know uh, pushing the that, uh, moving the ball around, being productive offensively. I thought had a very quiet game in that regard. Um, and I quote, "He's the best." And I, this is a quote here, Ed. He's the best number eight in the league. Okay. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Okay. All right. Um, I'll wait to see. Yeah. Hopefully, um, I, I I like the grit that the the team's showing, uh, but that kind of usually uh, means that the team is compensating for something, and I think that's what I mean. That they means they're lacking in something when they're relying on more of their brute strength than their tactical game. Um, and I I think the team didn't quite um, keep it. Wait, what was? Sorry. Are you reading a script? What's I happening? Am. I totally am. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. Oh, you suck. Let me write that down. Oh, no, you got to leave this in. Okay, for sure. Yeah, you got to leave this in. <laughs> I don't remember what I... Oh, the team didn't quit is what I'm, I was trying to put. No, yeah. yeah. But even even to the like you know the last 94th minute, whatever, where mm-hmm. we had like three corner kicks in the last two minutes. Yeah, I, I, kept going. Yeah, they kept going. They kept trying to fight for that for that uh, equalizer, which I, which I really enjoyed watching. I like your I like your positive wrap up notes. I have one single one. All right, go ahead. It's it's gonna be short. Kurt Anofo wore a suit and was shaved. I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. <laughs> That's your positive. I, I hated I hated that Bruce Arena wore tracksuits. I don't know why it bothers me. It ju- it's it's one of those stupid uh, well, things that I, I think, get stuck up about. I think Bruce on the on the day he'd be like, you know what? I just don't feel like wearing a suit today because he wore a suit. Well, no, he would wear suits to games occasionally. He never wore a tie, but he would no. wear suits occasionally yeah. to games. But I think his thing was like, I'm Bruce Arena. Who the, f- who the fuck are you to tell me I should be wearing a suit? But I, I love that it was his first game. He, uh, he paid, he paid uh, a decent level of respect to the job that he was in, and he, he wore a suit and looked like a grown-up doing his job, and I, I appreciate that. I always felt like Bruce, uh, after wearing his, like, his, his decision to wear the tracksuits was because he's like, oh, man, I ate like a really, really greasy hamburger, and I just don't want to put a suit on. <laughs> I'm just, I feel, I feel a little I'm, bloated. I'm just having a fat day, guys. Yeah. You know, I mean, you've had those days where you just don't want to wear clothes and I've, sit I've down and watch days. Netflix all day. I had that day today. All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk uh, this this coming uh, weekend's game against Portland. All right. Uh, Sunday at four o'clock. Am I correct? Sunday. I know Sunday. It's, Sunday. Sunday. It's after. Sunday. I, it's after I fly. In. Uh it's um. We need someone to man mark Fernando Adi because that guy looks fucking good. Yeah. Um, Steris. Put Steris on him. Just man mark him the whole game. Just, yeah, yeah. Just let Steris watch him. Just let him watch him. Um, let him watch him from home. I think Minnesota made Portland look a lot better than they are. I can, I was so I was at the I was at the Minnesota Portland preseason game and I saw the Minnesota uh, Portland uh, actual MLS game. Minnesota is awful. They're they're bad. I think we could win this game. Oh, I think so too. I think we can win it. I'm not super hopeful. I'm thinking maybe two one. Um, well, their defense looks 
looks worse than ours, to be, <laughs> to be honest. And they have they have guys who are not playing out of position. No, they, yeah, they have like actual center backs and right backs and, and left backs. But uh, we can win. I think we can win this game. It would be a great game for Gio to show up. It would be a great game for Gio. Our the, the guy for our designated player can't go two games without showing up. You have to. If yeah, he does, Gio, we're screwed. Gio has to step up. Uh, I think your your midfielder def, your midfield definitely has to step up as well. What's the top What's the top three thing you're for against Portland? Uh, I'm definitely looking for a more cohesive uh, build up play. Okay. I'm looking for Gio to uh, not have to rely on tracking back to pick up the ball from the defense. Okay. Uh, and then I'm looking for uh, Jermaine Jones to you know sp- uh, spread the ball a little bit better, uh, connect his passes a little more. All for me, at least for what I'm hearing, all three of those sound like problems with the center midfield. A mm, little bit. Which means Joe Pedro and, and Jermaine Jones need to get on their shit and and get that whole experiment or whatever figured out. Yeah, I mean, because you see, you saw a lot of this game where, um, I mean, I think they did it well. Where uh, if one was up in the attacking third, then the other dropped back. Um, but I don't want to see that if we're going to have Jermaine Jones be the guy who's supposed to be our offensive threat in the center midfield. I don't want him to keep dropping back. I want Pedro to be the guy to uh, put his stomp on the on the game and and have that midfield just locked down. Yeah, and Pedro did that little spinny thing again that I liked, and it, it worked. Oh, what do you call it? The the, the Zidane spin? Yeah, Zidane, I, I meant to Google the name in the last week and didn't get around to it. But, <laughs> um, he did the little Zidane spin, and this and it worked, and it came off, and, and the whole stadium was, oh, it was a good pop. Um, and it was nice, but we were losing, so I was already angry. Um, so I couldn't I couldn't put too much stock in it. Um, so what about, I'm, you, I'm, what about you? What are your three, three things you're looking for in this game? Oh, man. Um, three things. I Geo. Gio has to show up. Gio has to, Gio needs a goal, and he needs an actual goal. He doesn't need a, a bullshit Dave Romney, um, you know, flip flopped all over the ground and drew a penalty. He needs a legitimate goal. Well taken, a well taken penalty, might I add, though. Beautiful. It was Very a well perfect. Taken. It's a perfect penalty. It's what you're looking for in a penalty. We didn't deserve it. And <laughs> no. Every and everything else that he did in the game was was pretty meaningless. Right. Um, I would like to see Gio uh, play really well. I would. I, I'd mirror you in saying I would specifically want to see you know what I, I won't take yours exactly I want to see Jermaine Jones and Jao Pedro get through a game against a relatively chippy team without drawing a yellow card because Portland plays rough they played rough in, in their game against Minnesota in the first game they played at the preseason game I was at um, we talked about it on here briefly I want to see those two guys get through a game without a yellow card for either one of them I don't think that happens but yeah whatever I, I agree wholeheartedly but <laughs> I, I, want to see them, I want to see them find a way to get through a game without a yellow card right and then I want Steris please please I want Steris to not get caught out of position one time one and if he and if he does because you know it's look soccer's a game and it happens man it's okay if he gets caught out of position don't immediately foul someone as he tends to do. Yeah. Uh, either dragging him by the arm or dragging him by the jersey. Uh, you know what? I, that reminds me, too. Um, just the easy fouls the, the G's would give up. Oh, so many gimmies. Like when the, the, the attacker would be have his back to the goal and we'd, you know, rush behind him and then just take him out. It's like, come on, man. He wasn't he wasn't an attacking threat at that point. His back was to the goal. Like, oh God. And that's coaching. That's a coaching decision. I mean, that's not that's not a coaching decision. It's not like Anolfo saying, kick him. But that's coaching in. Kick him in the shin. Training. That's coaching and your training to say, okay, well, you know, to build an understanding of when is the moment you need to make that foul. 
And and there was a lot of times and like right outside the box, like in the dangerous free kick area yeah. where we're giving away stupid fouls because, you know, the striker has the ball and there's no one for him to pass it to and there's nowhere for him to go. No, exactly. You give a, you give a stupid foul. I do want to round this whole thing up with saying I'm still much more positive on this team now than I was last week. You know how many times you've probably said positive in this entire episode? Way more than I think we can count. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to count them. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we got about we got about ten minutes left. Um, let's do a little uh, lightning round. Lightning okay. round. You All like, right. You like the sound effects? I do. <laughs> uh, so as you as you know, uh, Yella is officially our captain. Our captain. Yes, our he captain. Is. Captain, um, captain. And so I think what did they say that Jermaine Jones is one of the other vice captains. Ray Jones looks like a vice captain, yeah. Um, so, so obviously, I, you know, that guy's obviously going to be a, a leader. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's good to see that Yellow is, is a captain, you know. It, officially. If this, if this was, uh, you know, the galaxy of old, you probably would have saw Gio as the captain. Um. Yeah, I mean, it, what was interesting was once Keen, uh, if you play FIFA 17, once Keen leaves the team, uh, Gio is automatically given the captain's armband. Uh, there um, you go. So, you know, uh, but... Yeah, I I, yeah, I love them. Let's hear your thoughts on the Yella yeah. being the official captain. Gives a fuck about what FIFA does. Um, I, it's perfect. Who else? Who honestly? Who else could they have done? It's it's a great way to. He appears to be the actual on field leader, which is of course the most important part. Um, it's a great way to rebuild some goodwill with your fan base that you've managed to absolutely torpedo this off season. Um, I would have done it probably a little earlier, um, since I think we all kind of knew it was coming. Uh, I was really hoping they would do something of a ceremony involving it, you know, get maybe get some old captains back, um, you know, get Kalishman. Uh, obviously, he's busy up in Toronto. Robin Frazier, also busy up in Toronto. But, you know, Kobe Jones, Pete Vianis, who's in the organization. Uh, Robbie Keane, it's not like he's got a job. Fly him in and have him, you know, hand the armband over to Yellow. Um, Landon's just down in San Diego. Have him come up and, and, you know, make a ceremony of passing the captaincy of this, you know, relatively small group of guys but uh i i love the move it's great all right let's move on to uh the announced StubHub center upgrades um a lot of they they released like a you know a press or whatever um a lot of nothings really if mm-hmm. i if i'm being honest it's just a fluff piece about them investing into the stadium mm-hmm. which we've already known uh but apparently ag uh, and LA have invested over 35 million in StubHub since 2013. They're gonna do a new uh, LED video board on the opposite side of the already brand new LED video board. Why would you do that? Well, you do it because the Chargers are coming into town. And you need people to see the game or replays or whatever the fuck you want to do. You're at the stadium. <clears throat> yeah, whatever. Look down. Yeah. Look, look down. If you want to watch a game on television, stay home. I don't. I don't understand two boards. I, I, it's, it's a necessary. It's a, it's however much it's going to spend. I'm sure you can find a better use of that money. That's my only, um, Uh, it's fine. They're going to paint the seats blue. Well, that's, and if you go back to the article, that is not mentioned. So spend the, spend the money and paint the goddamn seats. blue. (laughs) Like, (laughs) well, you're going to have a seat upgrades, uh, suite upgrades. I should say, um, Oh, well actually uh, seat upgrades in sections 110 and 112. Uh, but it's again, if you go through the article they they release, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of nothings about their yeah. upgrades so far. Well, do you know why, Ed? Why? 
because if you announce specifics, then you're held to them. Right. That's not how we roll. We are not a transparent organization. So hopefully it's, 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 Hopefully it's big money uh, upgrades because we still don't know how much we're spending in upgrades. We don't know what the upgrades are going to be on outside of the gigantic board we already have. Um, we have the largest. Wait, hold on. We have the largest board in the league, don't we? Yeah. I mean, I think they might. we might have the largest one in America. So what do we? Anyway, <laughs> it's so stupid. Um, you know, yeah, it's great. Uh, I hope I hope the money goes somewhere useful. And I hope it positively affects Galaxy fans. No, Paint right. Paint the seats blue. Paint right. the black seats blue. Yeah, let's let's get rid of the green seats. Um, on to our last topic, our light last lightning round uh, topic, I guess. Uh, Jaime Villarreal, brother of Jose Villarreal, is uh, signed to a homegrown player deal. Yeah. Uh, we've seen we've seen him play for for uh, G two. I'm not going to call him Lostos. I hate that name. Yeah. Um, you should. It's not their <laughs> name. It's it's lazy marketing, but last year when uh, him and his brother were playing with the with the G two, honestly, I I felt that uh, Jaime was actually the better player. He so, he's consistently been better than Jose for probably the last two years. Even, so. even captaining the, the the Galaxy two over Jose, who's been with the Galaxy since like what, two thousand and eleven, two thousand twelve. Been a while, yeah. Um, I, it's fine. I mean, I assumed it was going to happen. He's the last human on galaxy two that hasn't signed a gal a first team contract so you know i want to be high energy and i'm sorry but (laughs) no it's it's, you know so it's 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 disheartening like it's not even disheartening it's like it's meh it's nothing so you signed a guy that we already own the rights to so that he's now on the first team instead of the, the second team but he's owned by the organization you haven't brought in a new player i've seen this guy already i know what he can do and it's to, not to good be, enough for. To be honest, you're probably going to play him with with G two anyways. Yeah, I mean, it's he, he's going to play on the G two predominantly. Yeah, uh, the Galaxy certainly don't want to be in a position where they have to start Jaime Villarreal. Let's be honest. Let's call it what it is. At no point does does Curtinolfo want to have to start Nathan Smith. Bradley Diallo can quote unquote be the best one on one defender we have on the team, but somehow he was on Galaxy two last year. You don't want to start Bradley Diallo. You don't want to start Dave Romney. You don't want to start Rafa Garcia right back. You don't want to start Nathan Smith. You don't want to start Jose or Jaime Villarreal or Lasseter or McBean. You don't want to start any of these guys. But they're all they're all good enough. They're all ready for the first team. Galaxy 1.5. <laughs> all, right. all right, buddy. Well, let's wrap it up. Uh, with that said, I with that said, I'm really happy for Jaime. Get your money, bro. Honestly, I I think Jaime has a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I I've seen him play a lot with uh, Galaxy Two, and I I feel that he does have a lot more potential than Jose does. I feel like he's a better player. He's a still a short guy like Jose is, but uh, he's beefier. He he can uh, he can withstand some of the hits more than when I think Jose can. Ed definitely loves his beefcakes. I do love him. All right, uh, where can they find you on the social media, sir? At zero cool one three eight. You can Facebooks, Instagrams, Twitters, Snapchats. Uh, am I forgetting anything? Uh, uh, untapped. I'm on Untapped <laughs> oh, yeah, at zero four one three. That's my favorite one. Um, you can find me on Twitter at at the zombie. Uh, please go find us on Twitter at Riot Squadcast. If you can, please go to Facebook and search Riot Squadcast. Like and share the page. Go to iTunes. Please leave us a five star review. Um, in the review, you can call us assholes or. Call us the nicest people in the world. We don't care as long as you give us the five-star reviews because that really helps us out. 
again, preferably don't call us assholes. <laughs> I mean, hey. But it's okay if you want to. Yeah, yeah. This is and then, Mar- you know, if you see, if you, it, it is America. It's America. If you see, like, a poll that we've done, I've been tweeting different polls lately just because I want to see where everyone else is at. If you happen to see it, obviously take take part in the poll. I, I care about, you know, what your opinion on whatever subject it is. Um, but also retweet it or share it so that we can get your friends, you know, not necessarily listening to the show, but we can get your friends eyes on the poll, taking a poll and hopefully spreading it to, to their friends. Cause I I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get out of my bubble when it comes to getting my opinion on the galaxy. Yeah. And, and with that note, like, please like share the, the, that's you know retweet our tweeter our tweeters goddamn retweet, retweet us our tweeters yeah. retweet are you from us. america yeah uh share you know our, our posts on facebook and uh you know that'll help us a lot you know get more people uh, to listen to our show that would help us bigly on, on that note sir i think we're, we're good for this week all right sounds good man uh so you'll be Next. home you'll be home by this sunday but this after, the, after end- the portland game yeah, this is this is uh, no, it'll be before the Portland game, but I'm not going. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, I won't be going until I think we're away yeah, after I think, Portland. I think our next home game after Portland is like April 7th. Fuck you. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, we got the G2 game. Yeah, I'll go to G2 game. I'll yeah. be at a G2 game. I'll be in Vegas this weekend trying to find a, a feed of the Galaxy game. Probably drunk. Yeah, probably drunk at a male strip joint. Yeah. Getting gum jobs. Hell yeah. <laughs> Alright, buddy. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you next week. Alright, man. Be well. Alright, buddy.